Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Glory Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. This is a weekly word, and I'm, I'm glad you're with me, and thank you for joining me so that uh, we could spend a little bit more time thinking about beauty, thinking about how God uses beauty to induce a holy wonder in us. And just to be completely transparent, I am indebted to uh, Dr. David Schmidt from Concordia Seminary in St. Louis for these ideas that I'm sharing here. Um, and I want to talk about one of the first places that a person recognizes beauty. And I suspect for most people, one of those first places they recognize beauty is in creation. Now, I do want to say, please notice that I said recognize, not experience. Um, a baby uh, experiences beauty in her mother's love and in the way that the mother sacrifices her body for the sake of the child, that the, that the child is just absolutely incapable of appreciating until much later. I think for most of us, at some point, we see something that is, in our estimation, beautiful. Something that brings joy to us or, or brings us to a point of, of awe. And I think that's good and fitting that we actually see beauty and are moved by that. Uh, in fact, it matches very nicely with what God says took place when uh, he created all things. Uh, in Genesis 1, after each day of creation, it says that God looked and he saw and what he made was good. And that pattern follows through the whole creation account until you get to the very end when God looks at the whole picture, the whole thing that he just created, and he sees it and he says that it's very good. And yet when we look at the world, we can see that things are not always good in creation. In Romans 8 verses 20 through 23, uh, St. Paul talks about the creation being subjected to futility and, and bondage to corruption because of our sin. And so when we look at the world and we see death and decay, uh, we recognize that all is not well. And yet, the beauty of God's creation continues to peek through. Uh, I mean, how many times have people commented on uh, the beauty of a sunrise? We, we even sing about America talking about purple mountain majesty and amber waves of grain. And it stirs the heart to see these images as we travel across our, our own country here. There is a danger here, however, for Christians that we slip into a kind of sentimentality that treats creation as though, uh, almost as though it were an idol, something that we are, are to worship, uh, something that almost parallels the level of a sacrament, uh, that we treat it like it's the, the same level as, as God's Word, revealing something important to us about God. There is a lot that, that we can see in creation that points to God and points to His justice and points to His creative power and all of those things. And yet, we can't fully know Him apart from his word. And so to worship him in nature is it's insufficient. The world was created good, and yet it struggles under the curse of sin and decay. 
There are terrible things in creation. Have you ever watched a, a nature documentary? You know, the lion gets the gazelle. It is not a pretty image. There is cancer in this world. That is something that's biological and natural. There are violent storms. Uh, and that's not even beginning to touch on the damage that's, that's done by humanity and, and pollution and, and the mistreatment of the land. Uh, I live here in Ohio, and I know that at one point uh, we used to strip mine in Ohio. We would take away the hills to get to the coal that was underneath. And, and that was rightly stopped. And yet today, uh, we have people who go into lithium pits and, and they have torn apart the creation in order to get batteries for our, 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 our watches, our phones, our cars. And we continue to destroy the world. And I'm not even beginning to touch on what you can see of the animal life and how it is damaged uh, by the, the mistreatment of the world. I think back into the 80s and the, the plastic containers that used to hold pop cans together. I remember seeing a seagull one time with one of those over its neck and, and it actually had a fish lure caught in its beak and it was, it was a horrible and, and sad sight. And so when we think about creation, is it good or is it broken? And I really appreciate what Dr. Schmidt wrote about this when he said, uh, we see the dark moments of destruction in creation and do not acknowledge the goodness of God. Created beauty holds these experiences of the, the good and glorious and, and these dark and terrible things uh, in tension and invites us to experience aching awe. And I love that image, uh, that, that there's an aching awe. Uh, aware of the curse, he says, we ache. And aware of the goodness, we are in awe. We are pulled between two responses to this reality in our lives. On the one hand, we look at the world and it kind of becomes mundane and we become bored with the creation. I mean, stop and think about breathing for a moment. We, we, we breathe, and it goes in and out, and we don't think about all the intricacies that are involved with, with taking a breath until you get sick, or until you're somewhere where the air is so foul and corrupted that you can barely breathe. I think that God awakens us to the, the beauty of life as a gift when we experience the beauty of creation. Uh, the other side of this is that we look at the world as something that constantly needs to be improved or something that we always have to uh, strive after to get something better. In, in this situation, I think that, that God uses beauty to awaken us to acknowledge that we are creatures and that we're incapable of the uh, ineffable perfection that God initially brought into this world that now struggles under our sin. And when we experience this, this ineffable awe and, and we experience our creatureliness, 
I believe that we're experiencing an invitation to wonder and to awe, to see what God has made, including us, in all of our limitations. Schmidt writes this, he says, This is the power of created beauty. It awakens us to the gift of God's good creation, and it inspires us to be involved, to attend to, and to care for the things of this world. We do so with awe in the goodness of God and ache at the horror of the decay. Created beauty causes us to attend to life as a gift, and behold, it is beautiful. I believe that God uses beauty in this world to open us up to recognize Him as our Creator and to receive the giftedness of that relationship with Him, a relationship that was broken by our sin and that is ultimately redeemed in Jesus. But that's a different kind of beauty, uh, the, the, the beauty that Jesus displays. And we're going to talk more explicitly about this next week. But notice that there is beauty in Jesus' sacrifice as he gives his life for us to atone for our sin and to reconcile us to our Creator so that we can live in this world, a world that has fallen and, and struggles under the curse of sin, and recognize that this is a gift to us to use, but also to steward, to rejoice in, to receive. Hey, if this has been helpful for you, please like it, share it, um, and uh, I hope you'll come back next week when we talk about uh, broken beauty. God's blessings. Mm-hmm.